Hi, I'm Lucas James. And I'm Jordan Ross. And we're the co-hosts of How to Scale an Agency. After scaling our own agencies to over $185,000 per month in sales and working with agencies doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue like Hawk Media and Neil Patel, we've made this show to interview the top digital marketing agency owners and highlight the fastest ways to scale your agency. If you would like to join the best digital marketing agency community on the planet and let us help you scale, go to agencygo.io to sign up today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of How to Scale Your Agency. I'm on with Stephen Burkhart of Burkhart Creative Agency. Thank you, Stephen, so much for being on the show. Absolutely. Happy to be here. So, Stephen, tell me a little bit about this creative agency you have. I'm always super excited to have creative agencies on the podcast. My background was actually in entertainment before I got into business. So, I mean, it's always cool to hear someone in the field. So, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah. So, just like the background story? Yes. Yes. So, it goes back quite a ways, but it's... Uh... I'll, I'll give you the short version. Basically, I've been shooting video for a number of years in the wedding industry. This is years and years ago. And this is like back when Instagram and some of the other social media platforms were starting to incorporate and the algorithms were you know, starting to shift into really valuing video. Right. And you know, I'm over here at these weddings like telling stories, right? So telling stories about the love the two people have together and their life together and all those other things. And uh, I'm like, man, businesses need this too. Like, this is going to be something that a business really, really needs. And, you know, all these social media platforms are moving towards videos. So they're going to need to be able to tell these stories on these platforms to stay relevant, or they're just going to get completely left behind by the businesses who are creating video. And yeah. so that's really where I made that transition where I said, you know what, I'm going to start an agency. I'm going to start creating video content for businesses. So that way, they can continue to show up, continue to stay relevant and be posting things that actually get pushed by the algorithms of these social media platforms. Because you and I both know that without the algorithm on your side, life is a lot harder. So 100%. You know, it's it's funny. I, I, I feel like one of the biggest fears people have with creative content is I make all this, I put all this time and money into something that's super creative and it's it's awesome. Like I love it. My friends love it. It's a really cool piece of content, but then it, it kind of doesn't go anywhere with uh, the algorithms, like you said. So how do you how do you prevent that? Do you ever do do you have the, your clients to do maybe like test content on certain topics before you create something more robust, or how does it how does it work? Right. So a lot of what we've been doing has been like testing on ourselves first, right? And so mm-hmm. which is it's not apples completely apples to apples. Because let's be honest, like the people who are searching for like agency content isn't like the same volume of someone who might be searching for like new sun lotion for the Mm -hmm. summer, right? Definitely different search volumes for that, different technique and so on and so forth. But we at least wanted to test it on ourselves first. And the thing I keep coming back to over and over again is like, don't shift too early in the kind of content you're making because some things just take a long time. Like even, you know, you and I were talking earlier about like Gary V and Gary V talks about like back when he first started Wine Library that he made videos for like two years before he saw significant traction on his videos. Now, mm-hmm. YouTube has advanced quite a bit since then and the education on YouTube has advanced quite a bit since then, but also the volume of traffic has increased too, right? And so we're continuing mm-hmm. in this place of evolving so that we're able to continue to test and see what's working properly. So there's really no way to avoid it. You just have to commit to it long enough to actually see if it's getting the results that you want before you start changing techniques too much. Don't change technique too quickly 
because it just it sometimes can take a while, even if you're doing it right. 100%. And you know, one thing I am really curious about here, and I think will be very helpful for the listeners is, what is it that you think it needs to be done in order to scale a business model like this? I mean, I've seen a couple of big content houses. One, I get retargeted on Facebook all the time. I forget their name, but I think they're like two brothers or two best friends and they make all this Facebook content. Forget their name. There's another one that uh, does all the creative for like Slack and other big tech companies. I forgot their name too, but I'm, maybe some people listening are familiar with it. But there's some big ones out there. I'm curious how you scale it. How do you scale a, a content agency? What are some of the things that you focus on to get, I don't know, to get bigger? What are your plans to, is it possible to get an agency like this to $10 million in revenue? Like how would you, how would you think through that? Well, I think if it was possible, you wouldn't have that goal for uh, your agency, right? And yeah. so <laughs> I definitely think it's possible. And I think it's work, you know, we're more at the beginning of stages. And I, so I think it's like a juggling act, just like anything else, right? So for me, like right now, for scaling, like my capacity means mm -hmm. juggling having like contract workers come in and help with parts of the business that like either are draining for me, I'm just not very good at, or yeah. just simply like take me out from building my business, like like working on my business instead of in my business. So right. like right now I have a full-time person and a part-time person who are both contract and they go and they make a lot of the video editing and the micro content that we use for our agency to just continue to put ourselves out there for that organic reach and that organic traffic. And just to get people the opportunity to know who we are and, and get a sense of our vibe and, and what we do. So from like an internal perspective, it's just kind of doing that juggling act of like, oh, we'll get this money and we'll put this towards this pain point in our business. And then as far as outside the business, I think it's it's pretty tied with what we have going on internally too, right? So at the end of the day, like as the agency owner, I got to start getting the balls rolling on things that could potentially just run in the background. So like, for example, right. one of those things that you and I talked about was using the program Apollo to be mm -hmm. able to like start getting cold emails just happening in the background, right? So I've, I've got it set up to send 10 emails a day, I keep dumping people into that. And so now I know that every day, at least 10 emails are getting sent out that I don't have to worry about, think about, yeah. there's a sequence to them that I've already thought through. And that's just now happening in the background. For like content distribution, I use social B. And so I've been loading mm -hmm. that up with content. And so now I'm posting all the time in the background and I don't have to think about it. And so basically what I'm trying to do is, is land a couple things that just don't need my daily attention. So I can focus on other things like building community and interacting on social media and doing yeah. those things. So that's kind of like, so it's the tricky balance right now as we're trying to scale, which is like, how do I stop worrying about this so I can move on to the next thing? Hi, this is Lucas James. Are you struggling to get meetings booked with potential prospects for your agency? I'll tell you what, when I first started, I had the same issue, but I was able to A-B test hundreds of different variations of copy on multiple channels and figured out a secret formula to convert anyone from anywhere into taking a meeting with me. I've mastered this approach and now my agency, Twiz, books meetings on autopilot. Last year, we booked 1,731 meetings, closed 234 accounts, and generated $1.72 million in revenue. I want the same thing for your agency, so I've decided to give away some of my best performing outbound copy scripts for free. That's right, absolutely free. If you want to transform your business for free, go to agencygo.io forward slash leads. 
to get your free lead scripts today. That's agencygo.io forward slash leads. Now back to the show. You create the content for mm-hmm. the clients. Okay, so how does that process break that down for me? And maybe one pain point that I hear all the time from creative agencies is that back and forth. Because I know for even SEO, creating blog content, even that is hard trying to get the information from them to write a blog piece of content because you know you need their input. They're going to have tweaks. They're going to be super on it. How have you worked through that process for yourself? Have you been able to streamline it where you can get what you need from them and create something without a lot of their involvement? Or how do you collaborate with them? You know, I don't know if there's a one size fit all the solution for that. You know, I think at the end of the day, you always having more conversation on the front end makes everything else easier. But it entirely depends, I think, from client to client, right? Because some clients are going to be like control freaks and really want to like, really control everything that's being said about their business and other people are going to be a little bit more hands-off and part of that could be how much they trust you and part of it could be the delicate nature of what they're talking about or could be just a personality and i think the thing that we're going to continue to pursue when we you know talk about creating that content for people is, is having industry experts right and i think at the end of the day you know whether you scout for someone who's like in a industry magazine who talks about that subject a lot or something else like that you can find industry experts who can talk a little bit more clearly about these different agent you know these different industries because you know i'm good at doing agency things i'm not necessarily great at building like a tech company and so right. it'd be make more sense for me to have someone who knows all about tech companies inform me and help me work through those things so we get closer and closer to what needs to happen. But at the end of the day, like a lot of what we do is converting content and like repackaging it. So for me, what I would do, especially in a situation like that is, you know, if I'm not physically present with the person doing the interacting, like if they're out in Illinois and I'm here in Arizona, you know, get on a Zoom call with them, have a list of questions where they can talk about what they do. So that way, if there's a complaint about what they say, they'd be like, no, like you literally are the one who said X, Y, and Z about your business. So if that's wrong, that's fine. But like, I didn't make that up about you. You know, if you have a conversation with them on Zoom, now I have a a big video, I have micro content that I can chop down a minute long. And I have transcriptions that I can turn into blog posts, I can turn them into emails, and I can turn them into like tweets. And they're all things that they said. Right. (laughs) That is definitely the hack I was looking for, because that's something that we do for the blogging. And it's cool to see you're doing it from other angles as well. But as we wrap up here, we have a couple of like last rapid fire questions. Any business book recommendations you'd give to people? Yeah, so rocket fuel was one that was really good for me and they talk a lot about the relationship between like the visionary and the implementer of a business how those typically need to be two different roles i can't remember the name of the author but it was really really good because i feel like some people work really hard at being something they're not inside of a business and realizing they can just move that to someone else who owns that can help grow your business super fast you know i actually just had somebody recommend that yesterday so that's Mm. that seems like it's a good book it must be read and how long have you had this agency about two years. Great, great, great. And what's one thing you wish you knew when you were 20? <laughs> when I was 20. <laughs> yeah. um, besides everything that I know now, um, <laughs> I would say for people who follow Grant Cardone and they talk about the 10x thing, mm-hmm. right? Of like always doing more effort. I feel like you really 
it's not just a catchphrase. Like everything always takes more time and more effort than you think it will to make it happen, right? Because there's always going to be obstacles or it's just like it just takes longer. And I think had I really knew that like in my bones at 20, I would have put a lot, lot, lot more work into things and spent less time you know, doing fun activities and naps and whatever else, I would have like really pushed harder knowing that it takes that like 10 times the effort that you think it will to make it happen. And right. let's just say everything you do turns out wonderful, then you're 10 times farther than you thought you'd be, which is awesome. But yeah. in reality, you're probably gonna be like twice as far as you thought you were gonna be. Um, but you would have never gotten there had you put in like the amount of effort that you thought it was gonna take. It always takes more. Okay, perfect. So last question is how would you 10x your business in the next 12 months if you had to what, what would you do it's going to be continuing to bring on like contract workers on the inside to be able to continue to take on the pieces that can just run in the background that don't require my involvement like i as agency head have like specific skill sets and everything that isn't in that skill set that like generates cash immediately like a relationship that i have with someone else needs to be outsourced to someone else so that i can for you know i can focus on the things that only i can do i love it well steven thank you so much for being on the show is there an offer or something you can you can give maybe to some agencies listening to this podcast on how they could work with you obviously we have a lot of agency listeners and so i want to see if there's anything you can do to help them out with them scaling their agencies yeah absolutely i think that in general like my, my wheelhouse is video, right? So anything I can do to help with video and any, any agency would be perfect. Like I said, it doesn't have to be local. You know, it's really like my wheelhouse to be able to sit down, have conversations with people and use that to like really discover what we need to talk about and interview. So like, for example, like with the Zoom thing, to be able to like have video content from them that I can then chop into a million pieces of micro content to be able to all be all over social yeah. media. So just really white labeling the services. And I definitely am super interested in working with some SEO people because I think there's a, a marriage between SEO driven article writing and video yeah. that I'm exploring right now that I definitely want to do more of. Love it. Well, thank you so much, Steven. And, and how can people get in touch with you? Is it just through email or go to your website? Yeah, um, I'm on Instagram, uh, Burkhart Creative Agency, or you can shoot me an email, Steven at BurkhartCreativeAgency.com. And there's a K and an H in between Burkhart. So Burkhart. There sure wow. is. There, there sure is. So thank you so much, David, for being on the show. We appreciate it. And anyone who's trying to scale their creative agency, hopefully this serves as a good knowledge information around how to do so. So thank you, Stephen, so much. Until next time, peace.